0: Means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.
1: Hello and welcome everyone to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Josh Thomas and I'm here with Jay Zhou of LoopRing, loopring.org. And what LoopRing is, is it it's a connecting network between exchanges and wallets. Hey, Jay, how are you?
2: Good night. Uh, hey, guys, good to be here.
1: Glad to have you here. And so um, I know that this is a topic of concern for a lot of crypto investors with all of the stories of different exchanges that have been hacked, different wallets that have been hacked on your computer. Uh, security is primary concern. And so, uh, as far as I understand it, you've developed Loopring as as a way to increase those layers of security. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, how the technology works?
2: Uh, sure. Um, basically, um, you can think of it as a connecting network between um, crypto exchanges and crypto wallets to prevent a centralization of ownership um, in case of theft, making it sort of like a barrier or but for hackers to repeat something like Mon Gox hack from two thousand thirteen or um two thousand sixteen hack of Bit um, Bitfinex, and the more important, it's a decentralized uh, Audible combiner, and so it's kind of like a um, future decentralized exchange protocol. And not future; I mean like it's coming. So
1: okay, uh, and so you mentioned there the a couple of examples. You mentioned Bitfinex. So what what are some of the uh, the biggest examples of uh, thieves and hackers uh, in the last few months that, that you've heard of? And, uh, you know, what, what do you feel their main weaknesses were?
2: Well, um, the thing is um, due to lack of uh, regulation, a um, lot of um, like central exchange, they might have the opportunity or possibility to facilitate um, users' tokens or assets um, on their internal system. Um, for example um, not just um, the hack um, also uh, one popular hit word this year happening is called uh, folk so like for example Bitcoin or Ethereum have been focused a couple of times uh, in the past past few months um, but um, due to um, like lack of um, ownership of a, uh, uh, from users so they cannot receive the new tokens at first time. It's all up on a, problem, a centralized exchange to decide whether they will support or uh, not support on, on the new folks' tokens. But like, for example, it gives the centralized exchange a, an opportunity to um, do some upcharge. Um, they receive the token first and then just hope and start to sell at a very high price. Um, once the price dropped, so they opened the gate um, to allow the uh, users from exchange to withdraw the new tokens. Um, so this is a, another downside of uh, store tokens from centralized exchange. Okay,
1: I see. Uh, and the, the loop ring, the technology that you've built here, uh, is, is a way to um, facilitate uh, and solve this problem?
2: uh yes, yes, and not just this problem also um blueprints solve uh we try to solve multiple issues from um like traditional uh, centralized exchange um uh, for example, our uh, centralized exchange asks for custody and uh and high um trading and transaction fees and uh um, in, in transparency um uh regulations so looping trying to solve all those problems by like for example uh, reduce counterparty uh, exchange risk um so we remove the risk of depositing and storing digital assets on 3rd party exchange and tokens are never locked by orders um and second um high liquidity um orders are uh, ring match allowing for high liquidity on any trading pair. Uh, another benefit is fairness. So we give fairness for all the blueprint users. The fee and discount model allows for fairness between all parties involved, makers, takers, and miners. And uh, another is the uh, uh, weak supervision and uh, the whole system is completely uh, decentralized.
1: Okay. and. Uh... So tell us a little bit more about. Uh, as uh, I'm looking here on your website, uh, I see that uh, it is for ERC20 tokens initially, but eventually you'll be across all the blockchains. What is the time frame uh, for expanding into other networks?
2: Uh, well, on our initial schedule, uh, we plan to um, deploy on Qtum blockchain, and the, um, by the 2018 and Q2 we will deploy on Neo network. Um, but luckily, um, our dev team have been working really hard, and also we got a lot of support from our community. So we have achieved some milestone way um, in ahead of uh, way advanced our original schedule. So we already deployed our um, protocol on q term and um, like two weeks ago, and uh, hopefully, uh, we will um start to deploy on um, our protocol on NEO um, sometime in May.
1: Okay, excellent. Uh, and so who would be a good uh, candidate to uh, use your service? Um, you know, for example, there are a lot of exchanges out there um, that uh, are well-trusted. Um, you know, Poloniex has been around for a while, but, you know, they have a lot of support issues. Binance has come on strong in the last month or two, uh, and then there's a variety of other ones out there. Um, and what would be the best use case for the Loopring decentralized exchange?
2: Um, well, I would say experienced crypto traders because they can see uh, and the um, risk of storing the token on centralized exchange. And they've been, um, like for those users who have, being not dissatisfied from centralized exchange, they want to turn into decentralized exchange. They don't have trust on centralized exchange. Uh, those are people are uh, our customers. Okay. And like of okay. course, for okay. example, are people um, who has been um, made massive loss from um, centralized exchange hacks.
1: Yeah, I you know I was talking to a friend of mine just the other day uh, who uh, lost over two million dollars in crypto. Uh, because his computer was hacked, uh, and yeah. the the stuff that he had on the exchanges was actually untouched uh, ironically, uh, but he had things he had a few items stored in wallets on his computer on his hard drive, and there was some malicious code or something that was installed and and they just cleaned him out
0: two million dollars
1: i mean that is not a small amount of money i don 't care who you are. Uh, and yeah, um, and so security is the utmost concern here. And so uh, it, let me ask you this. Uh, are you, uh, do you advocate uh, when using the loop ring, do you advocate keeping this on uh, like a cold storage wallet? Um, what do you think is the best way to do it?
2: Cold oh, wallet, definitely. Um, because, um, yeah, I also, um, but of many cases um, similar to your friend's case, uh, people have been hacked or they store the key, private key, or um, JS file on the um, email just in case of forget about the password or um, and private keys. So those are kind of, um, I wouldn't say dummy, but it's kind of lack of ex- knowledge of internet. internet. Um, once you have um, built up certain, um, once you have certain. Uh, and level of acknowledge, um, then you will be aware of those kind of risks so for like uh, new users or dummy um, customers uh, i still think centralized exchange is a good option for them because centralized exchange can uh centralized exchange has certain amount of certain level of um protections because um new co- new customers don't know how to protect themselves um but for guns Experienced users on um, definitely decentralized exchange is the um, solution for them because they 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 can they already know the uh, downside of the how how much risk how much how risky to store your token in centralized exchange.
1: So talk to us about the the development of your company. I know you completed a token sale uh, last year. Um, tell me about some developments that you've had since then. It was in August, right?
2: Yes. Um okay. we we um we start our token sale on um, August first and uh come concluded in only two weeks. It was pretty lucky. Um but right two weeks after our um token sale conclusion, um, the China government released a policy. Um so we spent about three weeks to I think almost like three, four weeks to um um return the tokens um we sold to Chinese customers, so um, and also purchase back from the secondary market, so it's kind of delayed really our our, our um, um progress. Um, but uh, luckily, um, we have a really uh, hard working team, our dev team. Um, we've been pretty much pretty much working 24 twenty four seven. Um, um, you can see our GitHub, the code uh, has been the pools has been updated twenty four seven, no stop, and uh, which we have been catch up a lot. On our uh, original schedule and like for example we're supposed to uh, launch our protocol on february this year but we completed in end of november last year and now we already launched our products and doing internal testing and same as qterm um, protocol on qterm and neo we are pretty so confident
1: you're ahead of schedule then even even though you had a major setback uh and for our audience, what he's referencing was uh, sometime last fall, uh, the government of China had uh, banned ICOs. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Yes. And that
1: you—you you yeah. completed your ICO and you had to return all of the funds.
2: Uh, return the funds from the Chinese side, not from the international okay. side. Okay, I see. Uh,
1: okay, yeah, that—that that had to have been a major blow, if—if uh, if not definitely financially, but but also to uh, your momentum so it's it's admirable that you were able to get back uh not only on schedule but ahead of schedule so what is the uh what does the next six months look like uh for your development um
2: uh, we received massive support from our community and our um our team has decided to give it back to our community so we put out like twenty um, percent of of our total reserve to give back to our community. Um so um the reason why our speed have been increased a lot is because uh we we uh, launched a few uh, incentive program and rewards program. So anyone who joined our community can can contribute and we will give them back to um in terms of our to- tokens. So for the next six months, uh first we I just mentioned about uh, before um uh, we will launch our protocol on Qterm term and the neo and, and second and we have complete our um first uh, smart contract and the, um version one point one um but we will keep uh, upgrading um and now it's uh, available on e r c two zero um but we are also looking forward to um to be uh, uh integrated with e r c two and twenty three uh, another two uh, important milestone for us is um, we also create a, a basic uh, ERC20 wallet. Um, just trying to uh, collaborate with our smart cont- our and um, protocols. Um, but uh, we are also um, going to develop or create um, a app wallet. Right now, it's just a web, a web page based. Um, so in the next two months, we are looking forward to launch our uh, iOS and Android uh, app wallet and the wallet can be a decentralized exchange
1: okay so lots of lots of developments coming in the next few months yes um, and so that's that's exciting uh you know and it's it's always it's always interesting uh for us to catch a company that's on the rise right here i mean you're your time is coming just around the corner and, and uh I I can tell from the way that you're answering my questions and the fact that you have a development team that's working twenty four seven, you're communicating with your community. Uh that sets you apart from uh the majority of other companies out there just because you're you're doing the things you said you would do and you're keeping everyone in the loop, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very good so uh jay i've uh, i've enjoyed this uh this update here for Loopring. any any final thoughts or recommendations for our audience uh as we wrap up here
2: oh okay um from investing perspective um i would say in the past two months or past months the um, crypto market has been um getting really popular um I went to new york city um san francisco like every, everybody will talk about crypto bitcoin ethereum um but um i i would say to um the audience that um right now because of the market is really heated and uh seems like every i c o project is an opportunity and it's like it's like a, a good bit for uh, it's, but um it's not every i c o or every project will increase ten times or hundred times um, uh, only those ones who has a um, a uh, very clear um, vision um, those ones are worth to invest um, so before you want to invest any in ICO or project, um, think about it and try to uh, lock up the white paper and do some due diligence compliance on work before you invest.
1: Boy, I I like you even better now that you said that. You're a, a man after my own heart. Uh, and uh-huh. wise words, wise words from a responsible developer. Uh, loopring.org. Uh, big things coming in 2018. Jay Zhou. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, thank you to our audience. And we'll see you next time here on the Future Tech podcast.
2: Thanks, Josh. Thanks, guys. See you guys in Dallas.
0: The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't then you don't want to miss out register today for the bitcoin ethereum and blockchain super conference go to bitcoinsuperconference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms that's bitcoinsuperconference.com you have been listening to almost here around the corner future technology podcast with richard jacobs subscribe to this podcast both to review